In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colopring. God bless you as you listen. Lord, we ask you today again, let Christ be revealed. Cause our portion, O Lord, never to elude us. Give all that that belong to us into our hands cause our heads to be lifted let every shame be terminated we thank you because you do us good again today in jesus most precious name we are prayed can we say better amen you remember last time we discussed what our inheritance is in christ now today we are going to discuss again one other inheritance that we have in christ that is very vital and is so important. Many a times we might think that we have heard it. If you have heard it, it will show. There's no two ways about it. It will show. Now, what is darkness inheritance that we have in Christ? We have discussed about deliverance. He delivered us. He forgives our sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It is an inheritance that we have in Christ Jesus. And today, what is the next inheritance? The next inheritance is adoption as God's children. Adoption as God's children. Adoption as God's children. God adopted us as his children. If you can understand what it means that God adopted you as his child, as a son, as a daughter, it makes a world of difference in your walk with the Lord. It makes a world of difference in your life. It changes your reasoning. Everything about you changes. There's no saying about it. Now, if you hear God speaking to words, like in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, if you understand what it means that God has become your father, that God has become your father. I choose to call him father. If you understand the fatherhood of God to you, it makes a world of difference. When you begin to call God father and understand exactly what it means that God is your father, you believe it with your heart, it changes your reasoning. And it gets the kind of result that you can't even imagine in your life. You can't imagine it in your life. Why many of us are struggling, why we still behave like slaves, is because even while we are in the family of God, is because we have not accepted this truth that we have found that is in Christ Jesus. That God has become your father. That God has become my father. The man that you are seeing now is a new man in Christ Jesus. For the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. Behold, all things are become. He's a new creature. He's a new creature. Don't you understand what I mean? That somebody's a new. But if any man being Christ is a new creature, I have a father. I have a father. 
and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, say the Lord Almighty. And you see, most of the things he say when he comes to this fatherhood, he puts his signature on it. He's not saying, angel, go and tell them. I mean, I am the one who is saying it. I am the one who is saying it. So we must know it's an inheritance. I have the inheritance of adoption. From the day I gave my life to Christ, that understanding downed on me. My reasoning changed. My reasoning changed. For the Bible said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart. So if you think that God is your father, you become like that. God becomes your father. If you think he's not your father, that you are still a slave, okay, you are one. But yet, you are not. Because you are still a member of the family. God will keep saying, why is that my son behaving like that? You remember the prodigal son? The prodigal son and his brother? You remember the case of the prodigal son and his brother? So this brother is a son, but he's behaving like a slave. A son, but he behaves like a slave. But the prodigal son knew that I'm a son in this house. I have an inheritance. He collected it. He still went out and walloped it. He still remembered that even in my father's house, the slaves, they can't suffer the way I'm suffering. I'm going back to my father's house. And when he got back there, did the father push him away? The father said, there's enough inheritance. Come back. And they ordered that they should kill the fattest calf. He said, hey, let's celebrate. My son that was lost is back again. And the slave brother came back and said, what is happening in the house? Maybe he was carrying water or that one on his head and be doing like this. And the water was coming out from this place. And he's going like this and going like this, going like this. You see, you see noise everywhere. Firework everywhere. The father was dancing, jubilating, jubilating. My son is back. He expected his brother to be jubilating too. But a slave, that's always how they behave. Slaves always behave like that. They always behave like that. So in his mind, he thought he's coming to share the remaining thing with me again in this house. But he never knew that what the father had in store is too much. Too much. Too much. And that is what is killing many children of God today. They don't believe. They don't believe. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God. King James. Okay, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. But as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave them the authority, power, privilege, right to become the children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on in his name. He gave them that as a right. It is a right that he has given to them who believe in Christ Jesus. That from the day you believe in Jesus, from the day you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, a right was given to you, not by yourself, but by God to possess him as your own inheritance. As your inheritance. God gave himself to you. 
until this truth, listen, instead of you walking up and down, sit down and let certain scriptures get into your spirit, man. You might think you know this scripture. You don't know it yet until the day you sit down and allow it to sink into your subconscious mind. You walk around with it. Oh, there's a joy that springs up from your heart. No joy that is from anything that the world can offer. But the joy that shows I am a child of God is enough. It's enough. It's enough. So we have this adoption as what? As an inheritance. And look at many children of God losing their inheritance every day. For the thing that their eyes can see. For the feelings around them. Their connection with God is no more strong anymore. Because they feel God is in heaven. God is here. He's here too. I say God is where? He's here. But he can be here to the eyes that can see him. To the eyes that can see him. To the eyes that can see him. He said this word that you hear is near you. It's not in heaven. It's near. And who is the word? We're talking about Christ. We're talking about Christ. So it's important that we understand he said, these words are not those that are given birth to by blood. By the decision of a man. By the flesh and blood. No. They are born of God. It's not a joke. It's not play. It's not game. It's a reality that God has become your father. You must accept it. You must allow it to get into your mind. You must allow it to settle there. Until you come to that level that nothing changes your thought about this, you will not see the reality of it. You can't see the reality. Is there anything that will ever change that I'm giving birth to by my father? Nothing can change it. That I didn't eat food, will it change it? Please, that I did not eat food for one year, will it change that it's not that man that gave birth to me? Can't change it. There's no situation you found yourself in. In this life that can change that God is your father. If you have given your life to Christ. If you have received Jesus in your heart. As your Lord and personal savior. In truth and the spirit. You know quite well I have received Christ. That's why I say listen to me and listen well. Listen and listen well. So God our father. We have possessed him. He adopted us. And that simply means that he has become our own. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So adoption is an inheritance. Adoption as God's children is an inheritance that we have in Christ. 4 John 3 verses 1 to 3. Listen. Study it. Let it get into your spirit. Start living that way. In my walk with God, I came to a point, not because I have money, not because I have anything, but I came to a point that I walk on the street. Something tells me, if you fail, you choose to fail. Something is telling me, if I'm walking on the street, the only way you won't succeed is when you don't want to succeed. <laughs> so I'll be moving like this. Every day, I know, I live in the consciousness that you cannot, it's not possible again. It's not possible. There's no way you can fail. It's not possible. It's no bragging. It's not boasting. 
there is no one who has actually understood that God is his father. Failure goes out of his life. He forgot about failure. It's not because of what he's seeing around him. He forgot about failure. Even when at times I want to start thinking somehow, it won't be possible again. Something still come. I say, no, now. You can't start thinking like that now. It's late to think like that. It's late to think like that. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? So, it's important that you understand this truth. It's important. And when the Bible says, behold, what manner of love the Father has based upon us. So, I was expecting to see the material things. That this love he bestowed on us is material things. That this love he bestowed on us is that we have built the best of the houses, the best cars, we have the best wives, the best children, we have all the best certificates. But I heard the heaven say something. He said, behold what manner of love the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. That we should be called the sons of God. That is the climax of God's expression to us who has come to Christ or rather who has come to him through Christ Jesus. Who has come to him through Christ Jesus? He said, behold. What is the next thing that you use for behold? See. See. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we are called the sons of God. That should be the reason for my jubilation. That should be the reason for my rejoicing. What should be the reason for my celebration? What should be the reason for my celebration? The reason for my celebration is not that I bought a car. The reason for my celebration is not that I built a house. Yes, if you build one, you rejoice and be happy. The reason for our celebration should be that I am a child of God. Our boasting should be that we are children of God. So you can imagine many of us, we are in error. So we must understand that. We must understand that. Behold, what manner of love the Father has placed upon us that we should be called. That we should be called. So that you should be called a child of God is not a little matter. It's not a little matter. God said, tell them you are my child. God said, boast with it, you are my child. Go everywhere, tell the world, you are my child. I have given you that power. I have given you that right. Tell them, with all confidence, you are my child. With all confidence, tell people, I am God's son. I am a child of God. Not that you are a servant of God first, a man of God. I live man of God by the side. Start with child of God. I'm a child of God. In fact, child of God is more potent than man of God. If from child of God you graduated to man of God. If you are not a child of God, will God include you as his man? So we must know this truth. Basu, beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doeth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. 
For we shall see him as is. So even the world does not know us. As you are walking, let that not make you afraid. When they see Jesus, do they believe? The highest crime that Jesus committed was that Jesus said, I'm the son of who? God. Jesus said, I am the son of God. They say you, ordinary man, making yourself equal with God. The son of Joseph the carpenter. And you look at Christ, he never mistakes his identity. Not once. Any day, even when the threat, he will kill you. He said, ah, I and my father, we are. Before Abraham, I was. Ah, ah. They say, look at this boy. <laughs> Little boy like you. Look at the son of Joseph the carpenter. Insulted Abraham, our father here. <laughs> How can he be here before Abraham? This is fallacy. Kill him. Ah, Jesus will do like this. Jesus will do like this. They say you don't understand. You don't understand what I mean. Are you seeing where we are having problem? If it's we, we'll say, eh, I thought I'm a child of God, but I'm sorry, don't be offended. It's Jesus that is the son of God. <laughs> My father is in the village. <laughs> you see, little thing, just when they're trading us small. We start shivering like this. We start shaking. Are you seeing where our problem is? Even when they threaten Christ, they say we'll kill you. He said, forget. I'm the son of God. Not a child. I'm the son of God. I am the son of God. The begotten son of God. In fact, I came from above. They say, I'll give you a That was his identity. He walked around with it. Anywhere he appeared, he said, I'm the son of God. They say, you son of God. We know your brothers. We know every one of them. Your mother, your father. How come you become the son of God? They say, you won't understand. It's a mystery that the world cannot understand. The Bible said, the world don't know us. They don't understand what we are saying. You saying you are a child of God, they won't understand you. They won't understand what they're saying. There's nothing you would do for them to understand it. But you can imagine you losing your identity. You can imagine you losing your identity. Are we saying amen? Adoption is ours. It is our inheritance in Christ Jesus. God becomes our father. And we become his children. Not to any of his angels. Has he ever said. Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5. Not to any of the angels. God never promised the angels. He never told them one day, you'll be my son. I pity the churches that bow down to angels. Angel? Angel that know quite well that is my ministering angel. He knew he's my servant. All the angels in heaven, they serve us. All of them put together. If I call them, they answer. They have no choice. The Bible said we are joint heads with Christ. Don't you understand what I'm saying? Angel, we are. Which angel? Which angel? Are you looking at Moses in the Old Testament? How he was presenting an angel? He said, angel will go with him. He said, which angel? Let's stay here. Are you going with us, Lord, or not? Jesus said, we have become joint heads with him. He said, they are ministering spirits. They serve the heads of the kingdom. They obey the commandment of God. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, thou art my son, none of them. He never said to any angel, you are my son. He never said that. 
But you, he said, you are his son. You are my daughter. You are my son. This day have I begotten thee. Can you say amen? And again, I will be unto him a father. And he shall be unto me a son. Not to angel. God never said angel, you will be my son. They are only servants. These little children, the Bible said they have their angels. God has made us his children. And he gave this angel charge to be following you. He said he shall give his angel charge. They will bear you upon their palm. Lest at any time you dash your foot against a stone. Are you not reading the Bible? So God didn't just call us his children. He still went ahead to do some other things. Then look at this again. He said, great, mighty, and powerful as angels are. They are not given that privilege. It is not part of their inheritance. But to us, God has given the glorious inheritance and privilege to be his sons and daughters. Are you one? Because until you become one, until you are born again, until you have given your life to Christ, all these things we are talking is not for you. You can only hear it. You can even claim it as they used to tell you. Claim it. And somebody who is a sinner there will say, I claim it. Did you get it? But that one who has become a child of God is the one God is talking much more about. Why are you not getting it? That one who is a child of God should get it. You should get it. Now God didn't stop that place. What is the next inheritance? The next one is that we have the spirit of adoption. So God did not only call you a child. He went ahead to do what? To seal you with his spirit. He went ahead to give us the spirit of adoption. He didn't just say, I've adopted you. He went ahead to do what? To give you his spirit. He sealed us with his spirit. To make us know, indeed, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's a reality. It's not just a joke. It is a reality. That is why one of the greatest work I never failed to do, once you are born again, under the ministry where I am, I labor. I say, Lord, this one is born again now. Then, do something, you know. You have to put the seal. You have to confirm it. You have to let the whole world know. Your spirit must be there to show the whole world that this is not a joke. It's a reality. Even that person should know it is a reality. We call it the spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. Your talking in tongues is not for any other thing. It's for you to know you are a child of God. That's why you pray, pray, pray. The spirit of God begin to groan, 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 groan. Abba, Father. Abba, Father. What does it mean? My Father, my Father. The spirit is crying. My Father, you are my Father. You are my father. That means he can't deny you under any circumstances. He can't say, I am no more your father. There is a spirit that links the two of you. There's a spirit that links the two of you. Come on. Understand what I'm saying here. There's a spirit that links. A spirit that is linked between the two of you. I see myself, I pray. I got to a point that spirit will take over. 
you are a child of God. <laughs> the joke. It's not a game. The spirit is there to be a witness with your spirit. It is true. You are a child of God. And many of us are joking. You have not received the Holy Ghost. You are jumping up and down. You have stayed with Christ 10 years. No Holy Ghost. Oh, you're a joker. I say you're a joker. You're a joker. A complete joker. How do you get your inheritance? Is it not the Holy Ghost that begins to reveal to you, this is your portion. This is your portion. This is how big it is. This is how large it is. Take your own portion in Christ. Come on, understand what I'm saying here. And you sit down. You sit down, you are happy, you are relaxed. You're a joker. If you are not yet filled, not baptized, the link is not yet there. Stop joking. Sit up. Be serious with God. They call it spirit of adoption. The spirit of adoption. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 to 17. So some of us are afraid. We are ashamed of speaking in tongues. We are ashamed. You can't be ashamed. You are ashamed of the link that linked you to inheritance in Christ. I spoke in tongues in the toilet. I spoke in tongues wherever. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So it's not only as many as receive him. Also as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption. We are by we cry, Abba, Father. Abba. Don't you love that experience? Don't you love hearing the spirit crooning through you? Abba. Abba, Father. You are my Father. It's wonderful to serve the Lord. I will say it amen. You have received the spirit of a son. The spirit of adoption. The spirit always cry in you. Ah, Father. Verse 16. The spirit is a bearded witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The spirit is there to be bearing witness with your spirit. You are a child of God. Fear not. I will make a way of escape for you. Fear not. I tell you, when the enemy came, as I began to cry to God, I heard him say, fear not. Fear not. I am your God. He said, I am your God. I am your God. Fear not. Fear not. Nothing is happening. Don't go and tell me nothing mega when he's not your God. Verse 17. And if children then has. And if children then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ, it so be that we suffer with him that we may be glorified together. Heirs, joint heirs with Christ. Joint heirs with Christ. I am an heir. Will you accept this truth? That is what Christ brought us into. 
That is what the death of Christ brought. Listen, this is what the church should be opening your eyes to see. And stop telling you about the demon. Causes in life, causes in that place. There is nothing like that in Christ. Listen, there is nothing like that. Spoil the people of God with their inheritance in Christ. When they know what they have in Christ, how shy. You will see them get drunk. You will see them wake up in the morning. If you say there is one arrow in the village, they say, where is it? I want to see it. Let me tear it down. I'm carrying God. They will stop being afraid. They say, there's something in the village. You gather people to go and pray. And they go there, they start going over there. Put, put, put something here. Put, 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 put candle here. Don't be offended. Though. Poil, poil. Pour water here. Tie handkerchief there. Pour salt there. Let's sort them. Is that what makes it all? What makes it tick is the knowledge of Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied. So if they are giving you a problem, how will your peace be multiplied? By the knowledge of Christ that is seated. By the knowledge of Christ. By the knowledge of Jesus. Allow the knowledge to increase. What makes us to lose our inheritance in Christ is lack of growth. We are not growing. We choose to be daft every year. We don't want to settle with the knowledge of Christ. We want people to pray for us. We do abracadabra. Please, what knowledge will you have in pouring oil on your head and tying handkerchief? I am asking you, what knowledge is there? Where I see knowledge is when I sit with Christ, it is what it enter me. It's over. He said, behold, I've given you a mount and a wisdom by which none of your adversary can be able to gain say or resist. Did he hear himself giving you a tin of oil? Wisdom and knowledge. He said again, wisdom and knowledge shall be what? The stability of your time. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. When you have the knowledge of Christ, you are stable. The wind will blow here. You are standing. It will come from this place. You are standing. You are standing. Don't let anybody deceive you. If which is flying, I'm flying too. You can't make me afraid. Listen, you can't. He said they will gather. But do you know that all of their gathering is not from me? I said... He said it's not from you. He said because of that they will do what? They will fall for your sake. I said okay. I begin to meditate on God's word in Isaiah 54. He said do you know the smith? The smith that forms all those instruments you understand in his school. He said do you know my son I'm the one that created him. All those instruments of mass destruction. All those instruments they are using to shoot people. Keep people. Do a manner. Do you know that that smith that is forming it, I created him. And that is why I said to you, there is no weapon that formed against you that will ever prosper. So it's not that you are, it's because you have seen something. You quote that verse 17, but you don't know why he said it. 
you don't know why he said it? Do you know why he said it? He said, why I'm saying it is because the one that is forming those things, I made all of them. I put everything in place. I do everything. And the people go to buy it and say they will use it to kill you. Forget. None of such weapon, wherever it's coming from, it will not prosper. When they place it on your head, as they pull the trigger, I will hook it. I will hook it. If they insist, I will pull it on them. It will come back on them. Listen, children of God, understand what I'm saying. Sit down. Start eating God's word. Eat it. It's a reality. It's a reality. So, I sit down with the word every day. I keep getting it into my spirit. I said, Lord, let it register. Above all, when I keep reading down, he said, do you know, my son, it is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. For their righteousness is of me. And who are you? You are my servant. Go. Don't be afraid. It's my heritage in Christ. It's my heritage in Christ. Get down to God's world. Take your inheritance in Christ. It is yours to take. Don't allow it for the devil and the world and the afraid of them. It is ours to take. It is ours to take. So God said to us, the spirit of adoption is there. The spirit of adoption is there. Children of God, listen, I am trying to make people understand. No matter the battle that face you, your father I mean, your father, your father is more than enough. It's more than enough to handle every devil wherever he's coming from. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. And because he has sons, God has sent for the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, What? Ah, father. So, anyone who is a son, he sent the spirit of his son into your heart. To confirm that indeed he is my son. He is my son. She is my daughter. So it's not a joke. You receive Holy Ghost since 2018. You have spoken tongues one day. Only one day. It's an abomination. Only one day. Only one day. And many of them the devil have robbed. A young man. Verse 7. We have fought thou what no more a servant but a son. And if a son dead and heir of God through Christ Jesus. If a son day and heir I am a heir. Can somebody understand me? Finally, Ezekiel 36 26 to 27. When it comes to this, I am so strong. Because I caught this thing a long time ago. A long time is not what I caught today. When it comes to this adoption of a son, adoption as a son, I am very strong in it. I am drunk in it. I know it a long time. That's why I behave the way I behave. So you see, we're singing, we are the hearse of the Father. We are joiners with the Son. Is it not so? We are children of the kingdom we are family we are praise God 
Ezekiel 26, 27. A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my status. And ye shall keep my judgments and do them. And do them. It is your inheritance in Christ. I want to welcome you again to this. If you have been joking with that, stop joking with that. I pity anyone who has received the Holy Ghost you are hiding. You are ashamed of who? Of the Spirit of God? Or you are ashamed of yourself? Not ashamed of the Spirit of God. The apostle said, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto all that believe. The Holy Ghost is the power of God unto everyone that believe. It is sealing of God. It is the spirit that confirms your adoption that indeed he is a child of God. He's not claiming anything. Can we rise on our feet as we pray? Let's talk to the Lord. Let's say, Lord, here I am. Remember, he asks us, are you one? Remember, he asks us, are you one? The only thing that will make you not to be one is sin. If you have not repented, if you have not given your life to Christ, you are not one. You must surrender that life to Jesus completely. You must give that life to Christ completely. You must surrender it. Listen, it is compulsory. You must surrender that life. You must say, Jesus, here I am. You must repent of your sins. You must not keep sin. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm talking about repentance. After the apostle finished preaching and asked apostle, and the people asked men and brethren, what shall we do? And the apostle said, repent. And the time of refreshing will come. Repent. Repent. Once a man repents, there's an outpouring. He said, turn ye at my reproof. I will pour my spirit. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 23. Turn at my reproof. I will pour. I will pour my spirit. Can you talk to God? I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus service Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Suite E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.